Alrighty guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. Hot day here in Virginia. Speaking of hot days, my passport, still not here. Just had to say that. I have no clue where it is. Called yesterday. I went online and I asked, I went online and it said not found. It's been four months, five months, and it says not found. So I called and they're like, oh yeah, sometimes it gets moved through the it gets moved to the processing center and it shows up as not found. And I'm like, okay, well, if it's getting moved, where is it? And <laughs> why don't I fucking have it yet? It's beyond me. Um, that being said, I, I had to push my trip back until I think this November 28th. But I might just go on a different trip because I'm kind of getting that cabin fever just to get out of here. That's never me. I That's never been me. Just with all this quarantine stuff, I just want to get out. I don't, I don't even know why. I don't even know why I want to go somewhere, but now I just want to go somewhere. So, I don't know. I might go to, like, Virgin Islands or I might go to, I don't know, Key West, something. I have no clue. Why not? Just go somewhere. Um, but, so, yeah, that's the update on, uh, you know, the interesting things going on in my life here. So, that aside, let's get into the podcast, and that is how to know when to increase your weights. So, it's one thing to, you know, know how heavy your weights are, you know, how, how heavy of weights you should be lifting. Um, I, I wrote an article on that. I'm going to link that here in the show notes below. I'm also, I don't know if the YouTube video is going to be out by the time this podcast is up. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, but I'm also doing a YouTube video on um, how to know what's, what weights you should be lifting in your strength training program because I get that question so many times because I I oftentimes say, you know, lift heavy weights, but oftentimes I get back is, well, what is heavy weights? How do I know if they're heavy enough? How do I know if they're heavy enough to see results? So again, going to link the article here in the show notes below that I wrote. I, I actually think it's a pretty good article. I mean, I know I wrote it, but I think it's a, I, I think it's a good educational article you can read. Um, then also, again, there's going to be a YouTube video coming out. I might even do a podcast on it just because it's a so common of a question. Um, but beyond that, um, I want to dive in. So how to know when to increase your weights? First and foremost, let me say this. Before you should look at, I don't want to say before, but I'll just go with it. Before you look at increasing weights, you need to make sure your form is nailed down to the ground 110%. Like you need to make sure you are confident in your form. Now, how do you do this? First and foremost, learn from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Like, it's easy to, I mean, there, there are resources like YouTube and stuff. And like, that's, I mean, that's where I learned a lot of my stuff as far as like, that just sounded bad. Like I feel like I learned all my stuff on YouTube. It's not what I meant, but uh, I, I have learned a lot of stuff about fitness um, just through various articles and stuff. But either way, um, you can, you can YouTube like, you know, different exercise tutorials, those kind of things, but anybody can put anything they want on YouTube and like, that's just there's a good and a bad to that right there's a the one side for people like myself who you know like yes like i want to put out good content but there's also the side of like anybody can do it so how do you know if it's really right so uh i would say work with somebody who knows what they're talking about especially early on if there's one thing that and i actually got kind of lucky with this because there's a few people in the gym that i worked out at when i first started working out who are just amazing human beings and also just incredibly strong and just knew what they were talking about. One of, one of the ones that comes to mind is my boy, Matt. I'm not sure if Matt's going to hear this, but Matt is just like, he's a beast. So uh, I got lucky in that aspect. Whereas like I did kind of learn from people who were ahead of me and who had some knowledge before me. So that helped me out as far as getting my form down. 
I remember to the, I mean, I remember so bad. It was so bad. Like my butt would come off the bench so bad for bench press. I'm not like, I'm not exaggerating. I looked like a humpback whale. Like it was, and I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm doing 295, like sweet. But I'm like, looking back, I was like, God, that kid was a dumbass, like just a stupid son of a bitch. But it actually got so bad to the point where I wanted to fix it, but it was such a habit. So what I had to do was I got a weightlifting belt. I wrapped it around my waist, but I wrapped it under the bench and wrapped it around my waist so my butt would not come off the bench. Like it got that bad. So I was like, I have to fix this somehow. So I got a weightlifting bench. I scaled my weights back by like 75%, strapped the belt around the bench and around my waist. (laughs) And I had to bench like that because I was like, my butt has to stop coming off the bench when I'm doing bench. Like there's no point of this. So that was a, that was a good memory. That's <laughs> so funny. I had to do that. Um, but yeah. So getting back to it, work with somebody who can help you with your form because if you just try to start increasing weights off the bat, like you're gonna get somewhere for sure, and you'll be able to lift heavier weights, especially if you're a novice. But that being said, being a novice, you can work with like forty five percent of your one rep max, and you're going to build strength. You're going to build. You're going to build muscle just because you're a novice. Like it's it's a new it's a new stimulus you're putting on your body. So no matter what, your body's going to respond to it. And there's two sides of the coin here. You want to take advantage of that time for sure. Like I, I distinctly remember, I, you are never going to get as strong as you get in the first six to nine months of you really following a structured strength training program. You will never get that strong again in your life. It just won't happen. So yes, you want to take advantage of that time. You want to make sure that time is being spent, you know, being spent good, being spent, you know, maximizing and optimizing every everything you possibly can. But on that same token, like I just said, you're going to see results from 45% of your one rep max, which is like, that's not that much weight, but you can use this in both ways. You can still work hard, but you can make sure you're getting your form correct as you work hard. Because again, if there's one thing I can emphasize to people getting into strength training or, or lifting weights who are new... Make sure you take the time to learn the form correctly, up and down, back like, like back and forth, like it's the back of your hand. Like that time for the rest of your life is going to be is is going to pay off so much. And like I remember, probably about three years ago, I had to had to come to Jesus moment on a few on a few different exercises where I was like, I just I have to get this form better because it's not only was I getting injured, but I wasn't seeing results. I, I was doing the movements, doing the movements. I was going up in weight, but. I was using my lower back. I was using my hamstrings instead of my quads. I was using, you know, my triceps instead of my chest. I, I wasn't using the right muscles, so I wasn't getting the intended results, right? So take that time before you go into how to know when to increase your weights. Make sure your form is on point 110%. And I'm going to contradict myself and say this right now. I just said make sure your form is 110%. But you have to play this balance game of, yes, make sure your form is on point, but also at the same time, don't let that so hinder you from increasing your weights. And again, I, this is coming from experience, not only from with clients, but with myself, because there was a point in time where I was like, okay, form's got to be perfect. Form's got to be perfect. If I mess up one, if I mess up even a little bit, I have to stop the set. And again, I didn't see results that way either, because it was like, you can't be in each one of these extremes. You can't be like, oh, I'm just going to increase weight no matter what, screw form. But you also can't be on the side of like, oh, no, my form's got to be 110% perfect and I'm going to lift these five-pound dumbbells to make sure of that. Like, you have to f- try to find that middle ground. And especially starting off, that's going to be 
difficult for you to to kind of get that. I don't want to say difficult. It's just going to take time. Like it's not it's not it's not difficult. That's, that's the that's the wrong word. It's just going to take time for you to get there. But again, if you're working with somebody who knows what they're talking about, who's been through the process, who's coached people through the process, that is going to help you that much more in the beginning. Which again, the beginning stages is it's by far the most important part of your lifting career. So that would be my first and foremost kind of like prelude to the podcast is. Make sure you're you're taking the time to get these form get this form down as best as you can. I don't care if it's on a bicep curl or if it's on a sumo deadlift. They're both important and they and they both should be not taken lightly. And I'm going to use those two examples right about now. So let's start off with a with a novice strength progression. So what this means is like you know you want to get stronger, you want to start lifting more weights. What should that week to week kind of progression look like? And again, you heard me talk about earlier. The beginning of your lifting career is the most will give you the most return on your investment. You're going to be able to increase weight at a faster rate. You're going to get stronger at a faster rate in your beginning stages and your novice stages than you ever would in your intermediate or advanced stages. It's it's kind of backwards. The more advanced you get, the harder it is to gain strength. That's just it's just how it is because our body our body adapts. That's that's the whole process of this getting stronger is your body adapts to the stress you put on it. So the more stress you put on it, it's going to require that much more, that much more, that much more stress, and it's going it's going to adapt to it. So in the beginning, this is a new stress. It's it's a new stimulus. So your body's going to respond great. It's going to get stronger, get stronger, get stronger. Week to week, you should be getting stronger. So how should that kind of strength progression look like? So let's talk about if you're doing a sumo deadlift and you want to get stronger week to week. You want to start to add weight week to week. And, and this goes for sumo deadlift. This goes for like bench press, overhead press, like a, like a barbell overhead press. This goes for, um, you know, a barbell back squat or a goblet squat or, or any, any kind of squat. Like compound movements. This is, this is going to kind of be what to look for. I would say lower body movements you're going to be able to increase probably at a bigger exponential rate. And we're going to kind of talk about that here in a second. And then um, upper body movements you're going to decrease at a smaller exponential rate. But we'll get into that right now. So let's go through a, a novice strength novice strength progression of a sumo deadlift. So let's say week one, you start off at, you're doing four sets of five reps at 100 pounds, right? We're trying to get those five reps, right? No matter what, you're doing four sets of five reps. That's your goal. That's going to that's gonna continue to be your goal. So week to week, you're going to try to get four four sets of five reps. You start at 100 pounds, and again, if you go read the article, you'll know that you know five reps at 100 pounds is hard. It's difficult. It's not easy, but it's not like you're going to absolute failure. It's kind of like you maybe could have done one or two more reps. You start the week one with four sets of five reps. Week two, you go to four sets of five reps at 110 pounds. So again, you started four sets of five at 100 pounds. Week two, you add five pounds to the bar on each side. So that's going to increase by 10 pounds. So now you're doing four sets of five at 110 pounds. That's week two. Week three, four sets of five reps at 120 pounds. Because again, you completed the four sets of five reps at 110 pounds. So look to add five pounds to each side of the bar. That's 10 pounds total. So already, already you've gone from 100 pounds to 110 pounds to 120 pounds. That's week to week progression. You're getting stronger each week. Again, which is if you're a novice trainee and, you, and you've taken the time to get your form down, this is kind of the route you should be going. So let's keep going. So from week three to week four, you're doing four sets of five reps at 130 pounds. So you've increased 30 pounds over a span of four weeks. Honestly, for a sumo deadlift, that's not anything. I mean, it's, that's, a, that's a good rate. It's a, it's a very, very good rate. I, I was going to say it's not like impressive, but it's that's not the word. It's, it's like that's not that much weight because you should be kind of increasing like that. So 
From there, you're probably thinking, okay, I can't just keep adding 10 pounds to the bar every single week. And no, eventually you're going to come across a time where you should not, – not you should, but you're just not going to be able to increase weight. There also is – and this is, again, following a structured strength training program is so important. There should be times of deload. And, what, and I'm going to link my, my podcast for deloads here in the show notes below. But on top of that, there should be times where you're, sh- you're not pushing maximum effort 110% every single week. Because if you do that, A, your ability to recover is going to hinder, but also B, you're probably going to get injured. So normally what I do for my clients is after the four to five week period, we take a deload. And what does this look like? So for example, if we've been increasing for four weeks straight, I just nailed my microphone, sorry. If, if we've been increasing weight for four weeks straight and we've gone from four sets of five reps at 100 pounds to four sets of five reps at 130 pounds. Let's just say for the example of for, for the case of this example, you try to go to week five and you go to 140 pounds, but you can only do four sets of four, right? Four sets of four reps at 140 pounds. Your goal was four sets of five reps. What you would do is that's okay. The next week, week six, you would try to go, you would try to do four sets of five reps at 140 pounds. So again, you're you're working up to that four sets of five reps. And let's let's just say from week five to week six, again, you you stuck at 140 pounds, but you did four sets of five reps. You completed it. Cool. You try to go up again. Week seven, you go to four sets of three reps at 150 pounds. So you tried to increase weight, but you only got three reps. So this means on week seven, you did not hit the reps. And on week five, you did not hit the reps. This is telling me you need a deload week. You need a deload week and you need to let your body chill out, recover, and then be able to push it again. So what you would do is, for example, on week eight, you would do four sets of five reps with a 10% decrease in load. So if you were doing 150 pounds, you did four sets of three reps, decrease the load by 10%, which is going to be 15 pounds in this example. And then week eight, you would do four sets of five reps at 135 pounds. Okay, are you following? So again, going back through, week one, you started four sets of five reps at 100. You increased 10 pounds each week. You got to week five, 240 pounds, and you did four sets of four. This means you did not hit the rep mark. So you go to week six, which is four sets of five reps at 140. You did hit the rep mark this week. Cool. You try to increase from there. You went to 150 in weight, but you only got four sets of three. You need to take a deload week, so you would decrease the load by 10%. And then from there, you would do four sets of five at that 10% decrease load. That would be your deload week. Let your body recover. And the next week, you would pick right back up where you left off. So you would try to get you would try to get four sets of five at 150 again. Okay, so this I know this is kind of getting into numbers and it's hard to kind of describe over a podcast. But I hope you're seeing that week to week, you're looking to increase the weight you're doing, especially on compound movements. You're looking to increase the weight. I would say every four to eight weeks, you should be taking a deload week. And again, if you're following a program, this is going to, this is already going to be laid out for you. Like you're going to know on week six, I'm taking a deload week and you're going to know to decrease by 10%. Like you're going to know these things. But if you're trying to program for yourself, every four to eight weeks, you should look to be, you should look to take a deload week, even if you don't need it, because I'll be the first to tell you. I hate deload weeks. I don't like them. I used to not like them. Let me me rephrase. I used to hate deload weeks. I used to not like them. But I've now seen that they're so vastly important. And I would rather take a deload week before I actually need a deload week. And I've done this so many times. I get to the week where 
I'm like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to have, ha- have a dealer week, but I feel good. Let me keep going. I keep going, and I feel like shit. I, I just I burn myself out. Uh, my my muscles are tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm moody. I'm, my my sleep's not as well. I should have just taken the dealer week the week before, let myself recover so I can keep pushing. So I would say it's almost like preventive medicine. Like don't let yourself get to the point where you burn yourself out. Take that deload week before just in case and then you'll be able to keep going from there because it's never going to hurt you. You're not going to hinder your progress by taking one deload week and that's something I thought all the time. I hated deload weeks because I was like, no, I'm going to lose progress. No, I need to keep getting stronger. Totally the opposite. Let your body recover. Let your body Physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, central nervous system, let it recover, especially if you're starting to feel like you're not hitting your reps, you're not hitting your weight, back it off a bit, and then just kind of re-put your foot on the gas. So that would be kind of like a a strength progression for novice training. Again, that's for like squat, bench, deadlift, overhead press, like the the bigger compound movements. For And you notice how on the sumo deadlifts, we increase by 10 pounds each week. If that was a bench press, you'd probably be increasing by five pounds each week. You might be able to do 10, but it's probably going to lead, end up leaning more towards the five pounds each week. So if you started at 100 pounds, it would go to 105, then 110. Um, this is because your lower body is normally more powerful than your upper body. Um, so you would add two and a halfs on each side instead of adding five pounds on each side. Just make it five pounds instead of 10. Um, so that would be kind of like a novice, novice progression. That's how you know when to increase your weight. But like I talked about earlier, there's a difference between doing a sumo deadlift and doing a bicep curl. Like, for example, if you start off with 10 pounds on bicep curl, you're not going to increase from 10 pounds to 20 pounds to 30 pounds to 40 pounds in four weeks. Like, you're not just going to be curling 40-pound dumbbells in four weeks, especially when you just start off. Like, it's that, that kind of progression is not going to happen. So what do you do? First and foremost, I would say, like, you know, try to lift the heaviest you can and try to try to increase your weight when you can. But... One progression scheme I love doing is called a double progression. And what this is, is you give yourself a rep range. So for example, instead of doing four sets of five for your sumo deadlift, let's say you're doing three sets of 12 to 15 reps. So anywhere between 12 to 15 reps. What this means is you're trying to get in between that rep range the entire time, right? So let's say week one, you're doing dumbbell bicep curl and you're starting at eight pounds. Week one, you're doing eight pounds for three sets of 12 reps. And again, that that three sets of 12 reps, I would always start at the lower end of the rep range. So if you have a rep range from 12 to 15 or six to eight, always start at the lower end of the rep range and work yourself up. So what I would do is pick a weight where 12 reps is going to be hard, is going to be difficult. You maybe could have done one or two more reps. Start at that weight and work your way up because what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to add a rep each week. Instead of adding weight, we're going to try to add a rep. So week one, you're doing eight pounds at three sets of 12. Week two, you're doing eight pounds at three sets of 13 reps. Week three, you're doing eight pounds again with three sets of 14 reps. Week four, you're doing eight pounds at three sets of 15 reps. So as you can see, each week you added a rep, right? And you stuck within this rep range. Again, there's one thing to increase reps, but you don't need to be doing three sets of 30 reps on a dumbbell bicep curl. Like that's just, I would not, there's a point where like your, the return on your investment is going, like if you're doing three sets of 30 reps, you need to increase the weight. Like that's just, that's just the bottom line. You shouldn't be doing three sets of 30 reps on bicep curls, increase the weight please. Um, but as you saw each week we, we added a rep, right? So 
what you would do is when you get to this week four where you complete you, you hit the higher end of the rep range you started at three sets of 12 you finish at three sets of 15 once you finish at three sets of 15 that's when you would increase your weight so you would go from eight pounds to 10 pounds in each arm you do the same thing over again so week one you're now doing 10 pounds for three sets of 12 week two you're doing 10 pounds for three sets of 13 week four week three you're doing 10 pounds for three sets of 14 week four 10 pounds three sets of 15 so again that's how you can increase things like lateral raises you can increase things like bicep curls tricep extensions all the more like accessory movements even things like lunges or, or like single leg deadlifts or stuff like that you can do the double progression scheme where you look to increase the reps week to week instead of trying to do like again a 100 pound dumbbell bicep curl that's just not gonna happen right so that's how you know guys when to increase your weight and, and kind of how to set that up again if if you're following any type of structured workout program, this already should be probably set in place for you. But again, if you have a question, if you have a concern, um, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you. You can you know, shoot me an email. You can shoot me a DM. I'll put my email here below. If you're interested in possibly coaching together, I'm going to put my uh, my coaching application here in the show notes below as well. So uh, feel free to fill it out and see if you may be a good fit. But other than that, guys, that was the podcast today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have a question, do not hesitate to reach out to me. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon.